Hello, friend. Welcome back in. Grab your Bibles, if you would. Go to the book of Acts. We've been jumping around. I think on Monday, we started in 1 Samuel, and we've been in Proverbs this week. Today, though, we are in the book of Acts. I'm going to ask you to go there and Acts chapter number 1. At the conclusion of the broadcast today, I'm going to tell you about a few things that I'm interested in and that I'm going to ask you as a favor of sorts, something of you to think about. But before we get there, we're in the book of Acts chapter number one, very familiar passage. I'm going to ask you to look uh, verse number six. Could you look there with me? Acts chapter one and verse number six. If this is your first time jumping in again, my name is Micah McCurry. This is Bible Tract Echoes. I am so very thankful for the opportunity to join you and maybe just maybe say something today by the leading of God. Anything good I say, it's God. Anything bad, that's on me. But maybe, just maybe, say something that'll be a help to you today. Acts chapter 1, verse number 6. When they therefore were come together, they asked of him, saying, Lord, wilt thou at this time restore again the kingdom to Israel? Now realize where we are here. We are post-resurrection. Uh, Jesus has already suffered. He died and he rose again. And this is just a little bit before he ascends back to heaven. So to give you some context here. But his people, instead of being heaven-focused, are earthly-focused. Are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Verse number 7. And he said unto them, It is not for you to know the times or the seasons which the Father hath put in his own power, but ye shall receive power. After that the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and ye shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the earth. And then, as I just mentioned, he was taken up in verse number 9 and 10. Here's the thought today something that the Lord laid on my heart some weeks or months ago and haven't really had the chance to communicate it yet. And so if the Lord allows, I hope it's a blessing today. The thought is this, stop worrying about the now and start working on the need. We see here multiple times in scripture, the people asked him, are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel? Are you going to be the king? Are you going to set us up? Are you going to make sure everything's hunky-dory and easy-peasy and a bed of roses? And Jesus says, hold on. I'm not, I'm not returning yet. Hold on. It'll be, they didn't know, it's going to be at least 2,000 years. We don't know how much longer God will make us wait, if you want to put it that way. I remember, I know of pastors and preachers, rightfully so, in the 60s, 70s, 80s, say God could come back today. And that's absolutely true. To my knowledge, there are no prophecies left to be fulfilled before Jesus comes back. He could come back while you're listening to me right now. But he hasn't yet. So, instead of worrying about the now, why don't you start working on the need. I'll tell you this much, friend, I can be very results driven. I want things. I want, when I say things, I don't mean materialistically. I want to check things off my list. I want to have my to-do list done and all of that. But oftentimes I can get lost in the minutia and I can forget about the big picture. You ever heard this statement? He can't see the forest for the trees. He's too wrapped up in what's right in front of him. The trees are right there around him and he can't, he or she can't see the forest itself, can't zoom out and detach. I'd encourage 
you too learn to detach. Instead of being so consumed with what's right in front of you, zoom out just a little bit and notice the importance of the need. Look, if you would, at verse number 9. Jesus tells them, you're going to be witnesses unto me. And when he had spoken these words, while they beheld, he was taken up in a cloud, received him out of their sight. And while they looked steadfastly toward heaven, as he went up, behold, two men stood by them in white apparel, which also said, Ye men of Galilee, why stand ye gazing up into heaven? This same Jesus, which is taken up from you into heaven, shall so come in like manner as ye have seen him go into heaven." Basically, they're saying, why are you standing here? He's going to come back. He told you he's coming back. But what are you going to do in the meanwhile? You just going to stand here? We have a serious crick in our neck if we all just walked around as Christians with our head tilted back looking up at the sky. And I'm not saying don't be ready. I'm not saying don't have a corner of your eye on the eastern sky ready for Jesus to come live your life as if he could come today. Work, expect for him to come today, absolutely. But at the same time, there is work to be done. Stop worrying about the now and start working on the need. He left a large need, did he not? He left us a job to do. Pray ye the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. The reason a lot of Christians won't pray that prayer in any form whatsoever is because they know if they do, they might be volunteering. So I'd encourage you, instead of focusing, I realize we're in a new year, Past Christmas, right about now, people's credit cards are coming due. The payment for all the things they put on their credit cards for Christmas. And can I tell you, don't go into credit card debt for Christmas. I realize I'm a day late and a couple dollars short on this one, okay? Don't go into credit card debt for Christmas. Don't go into credit card debt for just about anything. Can I tell you, stop focusing so much on the now and start working on the need. Stop getting so worried and worked up. We borrow problems from tomorrow so often, don't we? Let's get busy working on the need. Last I checked, Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria and the uttermost part of the earth, whether you look at it from Jerusalem out or if you look at it from your hometown looking out, there's still a lot of people to be reached. And so I'd encourage you to get busy about the Father's business. And so I say again, stop worrying about the now and start working on the need. Tomorrow, as we conclude this week of broadcasts, we're going to dive back in, Lord being my help, in 1 Samuel 17. There's a thought that's just been kind of pulling a thread at the back of my mind that I want to share with you tomorrow on the broadcast. So I'd encourage you to stick around very quickly. I just want to tell you a few things about this ministry, about this radio broadcast. For so many of you, you tune in so very faithfully, and I'm so thankful for that. If by some chance you have missed some broadcast, there's so many ways that you can catch the previous archived versions of this program. One way, is through YouTube, of course, the video version. Every once in a while, I'll have my girls on here. I'll tell you what, they are far cuter than I am. And so that's definitely a time maybe you want to listen on the radio and then tune in later on to the video version as well. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. 
just search Bible Tract Echoes or Bible Tracks Incorporated. And if you have a problem finding any of these things, send me a text. I'll give you my number in just a moment. Another way, I believe the VCY.TV. Uh, they have the video version of things and audio as well, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, VCY.com, if I'm not mistaken there. And if I have those uh, that have that wrong, someone for, that listens to VCY, let me know and uh, we'll, we'll make sure we get that corrected. But uh, they also archive these programs and so I'm very thankful to them. For each and every one of you, all of our radio family, so many of them spread across the nation, we are incredibly grateful. I think of the FBN network. Uh, I think of WGVD, WVGV, WYTJ. Uh, the names escape me. There's so many of them from the Northwest to the Southeast to everywhere in between. So many listeners in Phoenix, Arizona area, and in the Northeast as well. Just heard about another radio station that picked us up. Then over in the Philippines, in Libya, over in, there, there's just there's just so many to each and every one of you. I say Thank you. Now, before we talk about this gospel track to conclude the program today, let me encourage you, if you would like to commit to praying for our ministry the next few weeks, we'd love for you to do that. We're putting a special emphasis on prayer. You're just sending out a prayer update or two as we go along. If you'd like to do that, you can text the word prayer, P-R-A-Y. ER. Text the word prayer to this cell number. And this cell number will work. If you have a question, a comment, a complaint, a criticism, anything like that, send me a text. I'll be honest with you, I can't always respond immediately. I get a lot of texts. And so sometimes it'll take 24, even 48 hours. I hate that it happens that way sometimes, but there's a backlog every once in a while. So if you have a question or you want to text the word prayer, send it to this phone number, 309-316. 7240. Again, that's 309-316-7240. Now let me tell you about a gospel tract. I've got one here. It was written by our founder, Dr. Paul Levine. One of the things I love about this gospel tract is that the font is just a little bigger than a lot of the other ones. And we do that on purpose when we can. We have a minimum font size that we use uh, because we know it needs to be readable. If it's not readable, what's the point of printing it? But on some of them, because of the space we have, we're able to make it a little bit bigger. We're actually working on that in future iterations of tracks, making it just a bit bigger. And so this is one of them. It's called I Have Plenty of Time. And Paul Levine, our founder, the author of this particular gospel tract, and many of our gospel tracts, he wrote this. He says this, James 4, 14. Whereas ye know not what shall be on the morrow, for what is your life? It is even a vapor that appeareth for a little time and then vanisheth away. If you're listening right now and you think you've got plenty of time, can I tell you, friend, the Bible says we don't. None of us know when our time will be up. It's not up to us. It's up to God. And we are not promised tomorrow. He continues on and tells the story of a young lady named Mary who, uh, through a series of circumstances, was offered the chance to come hear the gospel. And she said, I don't have time for that right now. Besides, I have plenty of time. There'll be plenty of time for that later. It's interesting how we have plenty of time, quote unquote, but we don't have time for what's important. Maybe you're listening right now and you say, Brother Micah, you, you got me. Uh, that one, that one kind of weasels its way into my heart. I, I think I have plenty of time, but I don't have time for what's important. I need some help with that. 
Maybe you could show me from the Bible, you ask. From the Bible, how you can know for sure where you're going when you, when you die. Maybe you just need help with the here and now. Maybe you are focused on the here and now. you got questions. I'd love to feel those as well. I'll be answering with the Bible. If I share my opinion, I will let you know. But I want to start with the Bible. Text me at 309-316-7240. We've only got, can you believe it, one more day of this week. This week has flown by. I've greatly enjoyed it. Maybe just bookmark 1 Samuel 17, because I think that's where we're going to go tomorrow on the broadcasts. Thank you so much for listening. My name is Micah McCurry. This has been Bible Tracked Echoes. I'm so very thankful for each and every one of you that's tuned in today. Make sure you don't miss tomorrow and next week. I'm excited about what God has laid on my heart. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, a wonderful day for His glory. We'll plan on talking to you soon. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample booklet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 130, Dwight, Illinois, 604 a faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.